What's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy, and this is a podcast about anything and everything that can drive a sane person stark raving mad. Actually, I don't know how true that is anymore because we're running out of shit to talk about that were just those good old, the before times, the, the, the good old fashioned rant times when good old fashioned shit used to just piss you the fuck off and you could rant about it and then move the fuck on. So help us move on. Help us find shit. To, if you have anything that's pissing you off that is not necessarily COVID-related, mask hole related keep the fuck away from me, six feet at least related, uh, let us know. Uh, otherwise, Franklin and I kicked it. We, we rambled on and we tried to find shit to rant. We did find stuff to rant about because there's always some bullshit in pop culture that's rantable, so maybe we'll just do that. Maybe we'll just start plucking shit out of the Twitterverse uh, and ranting about random celebrities that piss us the fuck off or, or for some reason or another because there are always uh, plenty of those. Uh, but in the meantime and in between time, this should have been posted a few days ago, uh, unfortunately, hashtag migraine. Uh, so you're getting it now. So uh, grab an extra cup of coffee, grab an extra mug of tea. Uh, I don't know, snuggle up on the couch, jump back into bed, listen during lunch, put it on while you're in the shower, get yourself one of those waterproof Bluetooth speakers uh, like I do and listen to your podcast in the shower. Not mine. I listen to other ones and uh, like ologies. Or real crime profile, or true anon. I could suggest a million. We we could we could go back to that. But if you have anything you want to rant about, send it send it my way, and we'll find a way to get it on the podcast. So it's not the same old rambly COVID annoying as fuck bullshit. We have enough of that every day if we don't turn off the goddamn news. Uh, okay, so so enough of that. Let's just let's just get into Franklin and I kicking it about finding shit to kick it about. So we're gonna start. This is the the rant. This is the this is probably the most Seinfeld rant we're, we're, we'll ever do because it's the rant about having nothing to okay. rant about. Are we live? Yeah, of course. Because what, I mean, why not bring people into the angst and the okay. agony of actually how rants really happen? Because <laughs> this is it. This is when nothing has happened for the last nine months. And it's all right. been like Groundhog Day for a lot of people. And even for people that, you know, Groundhog Day, even if you're working from home, is very Groundhog Day-ish. Like, it's the same get up, it's coffee, log it's- on, Zoom it, eat it, pee it, I mean, Zoom it. I think... Automatopoeia. A hundred percent. I could say, I could talk about, you know, this is hopefully relatable to people who are working at home right now, but like... Well, this is boring, but I mean, the fatigue, like when I used to go to the office, as I'm sure you know, as many people used to go to the office. In the before times. Well, in the before times, you spend at least half your day talking to people in person, walking around. I work at a big office. I spend a lot of time. Touching things, talking way too close to people. Can you imagine how we used to live? I'm not going there. I'm not going there. Way too close with the mask. I didn't say masks. I said in the before times. Do you remember, like, do you remember how we used to live? How we used to pack into elevators with like 700 of our closest friends, like sit on subways and like go into places with thousands of people sit like at coffee tables crammed in spaces and breathe all over people and never never ever ever think twice about that shit yes i remember okay just checking okay now back to your now back to your zoom groundhog day the only thing i was gonna say is that i work in a huge office which meant i spent a lot of time just walking up and down back and forth around the office trying to get to different conference rooms <laughs> running from meeting to meeting talking to people in person and it was tiring in its own way but i gotta tell you sitting in front of a computer talking to people over the computer is draining in a completely different physical way i also like, i think it's because you have nowhere else to go like your body is just not doing anything else your body is like truly deteriorating <laughs> <laughs> you're rotting as you sit in front of your your group yeah you're literally rotting away to like but to it's nothing. just like I feel like it all started out where, like, everybody was freaked out and feeling like, are we going to be isolated? And then they would put all of these, like, optional Zoom happy hours and drinks and whatever on the calendar. And now I would literally rather jump off the roof than attend. (laughs) Are they still happening? Are, like, people even still – I would think that, too, would you would get fatigued from, like – trying to pretend you wanted to hang out with people after you were done with a Zoom meeting for, like, an hour or two. And you'd want to, like, sit there and have fake drinks. 
I think at this point, people know who they do want to talk to of their coworkers, and people are adults, and they'll figure out they can ping or chat their friends that are coworkers and be like, "Let's do a happy hour Zoom." Or frankly, for those of us who live in the same city, let's go do a socially distance hang. Like we don't need middle management to set up how we interact. <laughs> It's like, like an episode of The Office. It's truly meets it. Seinfeld meets like I don't know, a train wreck. It truly is. But um, yeah, it's really. I, I think it's really tough. I think it. You know, everybody. You have to find ways to like not completely. I don't know. Have some type of wardrobe malfunction. You have to find a way to like not how to focus. Like, there's no way. Like, if I was sitting in a meeting. I mean, I guess I would doodle my ass off. I would draw. I would write. I would, you could listen with like one ear and every once in a while, like look up, but you have somebody like staring in your face, like on a computer, the second you like turn away or you try to like look down to write something. I don't know. I think it would, it would be even harder for people with like ADD or ADHD to pay attention in a Zoom meeting because I would be literally looking for every, every slinky, every fidget stick, every something to distract me to I mean because how many times can you change the view from the speaker view to the gallery view to the background view it's exhaust it is exhausting in its own way and I'm so tired of it and I just really never thought I'd say that I want to get in the car and drive 40 minutes to work but I want to get in the car and drive 40 minutes to work like I want to see people it's just I know we didn't want to talk about this I know it's mentally exhaust. It's, I've said, for someone like me and for someone like you, it's a mentally, it's so detrimental. Yeah, it's detrimental it to our mental state. It's definitely detrimental to our mental state. And I have to say, like, even for someone like me, being, you know, unemployed for like all of those months and you would think like, oh, I'm going to do all of these things that I've always wanted to do. I have nothing holding me back. I have nothing stopping me. And then you are literally almost paralyzed by the, okay, you can go hiking, you can go out, you can, you know, or depending on where you live, like what your geographical situation is, you have different options. I mean, clearly that one option drove me literally to the brink of like batshit crazyville. And just because, you know, it was nuts. But even now, like there are like, it's just easier to like some days just like crawl under the fucking covers and like, you know, burn through your DVR list of ancient aliens and the holes are files and like learn about the string theory. And like, I, I literally f- went off the rails this morning at like seven o'clock learning about, learning about, uh, the God particle before I even had coffee. I was like, wow, the God particle, that's fascinating. And the number 12 and how the number 12 like correlates to so many things going all the way back to like ancient Sumeria. And I was like, holy crap. Like, this is crazy. And then you get these people that come on and, like, have all of these different amazing perspectives about the string theory and the God particle and how the study of string theory is like the mu- the symphony of outer space. And I was like, wow, I could relate to that. Imagine if teachers taught physics that way when I was in school instead of telling me that I was wasting the oil in the Bunsen burner and to better go, like, take a walk down the hallway with a hall pass. But how exhausting is it to be a teacher? I mean, it's really would- fucking exhausting. I mean, I've done it on a lot of different levels. Like I've, yeah. you know, I was more of a corrections officer. I actually did, you know, try to teach. I actually went back to to be part of the New York Teaching Fellows program in like one of their first cohorts, and it was, ex- dude, it was fucking exhausting. You you went to school and you taught all fucking day, and then you went to class at night, so you didn't even go home after school. So you, you were up at the crack ass of dawn, which is not a problem for me. I had to schlep my ass all the way out to fucking Coney Island, which thank God I was there because I did get a lunch break and I was able to go like eat my lunch. I could cross the street and I was literally right on the boardwalk on right off of like Ocean Parkway, which was really nice. But I mean, other than that, I was chasing and tackling kids up and down the hallway, you know, eight hours a day or trying to prevent kids from stabbing each other in the head with pencils or beating the shit out of them with backpacks. But even still, like, it is, it is, every classroom teacher is exhausted physically, mentally, emotionally, financially. Teachers can't afford shit. I can't tell you. I was barely getting a paycheck. And I, you, you buy every, you buy everything for these kids because everything is based on a reward system because that's all they fucking understand. 
It's let, you know, if you, if you do A, you'll get B. And if you don't do A, you don't get B and you can kick and scream and you could try to steal it from every other, everybody else that did it, but you still don't get it yourself. It was, cr it was, it's crazy. And now they expect, you know, so now they expect teachers to, uh, all, every, every teacher's an essential worker now. Here we go again down this rabbit hole because now all of a sudden parents are home having to like play teach their kids and they realize how fucking hard it is. Not only that, I probably like would not be able to help anyone with like third grade math. Like if, you know, like if, if, if somebody came to me with like a word, like a word problem, I would be like. Yeah, you could Google that shit. Like, I, I have no, I have no time. There's not enough coffee, like, on the fucking planet. And so I, I just, I think everybody, no matter what you do, at the point we're at, is, like, pushed to the brink of their mental limit. Like, emotionally, like, I just think, you know, because no matter what, like, even... Even if you're still working through this, it, it, everyone has been impacted in some way. Like, even just through the, just through... The, the virus, like, just through the virus, like, whether you, like, are, are, have you lost hope? Like, have, do you feel lonely? Or do you go out less? Do you, you know, you can't go anywhere for the holidays, you know? Merry so, fucking Christmas. Okay, so where then, and I want to keep, I want to steer this away from, like, people that don't wear masks. And yeah, well, I'm not going, that's okay. No, 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 listen, like, when I ask you this question, I'm not talking about, people who don't wear masks and I'm not talking about people who are like blatantly irresponsible and people who are in a piss pool in Missouri with a hundred other people. That's not yeah. what I'm talking about. So where is the line? Where is the line of empathy for people who are taking calculated risks because they're struggling psychologically because you are particularly harsh about that as are a lot of the other people in the jam chat. Uh, and wait, let me just, finish because okay. I think that there and I said this before there's this like uh self-righteousness that comes from people who have been quote perfect or quote super super locked down and there doesn't seem to be a lot of empathy for what you exactly just explained which is like we are in month what nine is it this? nine maybe yeah maybe nine April are we starting uh, from April March. March, month eight of this, and people are taking more calculated risks. Some people are being idiots, and again, I'm not talking about that. But um, where, where's, where's the empathy for like the? Because not everybody's mental state is deteriorating. Some people are absolutely living for this because it's like you can stay home and play your video games and watch TV, and that's what they. Well, they I like think that those. With. I think first of all, I think those people have to be seriously financially secure. A, I think B. At some point, unless you're Do you, you, you don't I, have to go out. You can get all your food delivered. You could get all your prescriptions delivered. You don't. You could telehealth. You don't yeah, really have to go not, out. But that's what I'm saying. You don't have to go out. But like. I think calculated I risks are dependent on. No. I'm just saying, like, I, that's where, like, that's what I'm saying. When it goes back to that, is when it becomes when people get. I think people really stop showing any empathy for, like, yeah, you can get your groceries delivered, but guess what? I want to go to the grocery store because I need to go out in the world that, for an hour. But so that's I'm fine. Not, that's essential. That's fine. I'm. I think. I think the problem is, personally, I think the problem is. What's essential for me is not necessarily essential for you and vice versa. Well, that's why I think mandates, I think why mandates are important in some way, in somehow. Like somebody has to set some sort of guideline or else everybody would be eating out. Everybody would be in a restaurant. Everybody Ab would be at a bar. Everybody would be like at a gym. Absolutely not. I could go to the gym. I'm not. I could go eat out. I'm not. Like, but absolutely not. But the you people, are, but you are a functioning adult who you but people. Yeah, but the people who would be doing it are the people who are already doing it. Th but that's correct. But the right. But those are the same people that could potentially be in your supermarket, and the one trip that you make to the supermarket could potentially get you sick. I don't know. It's look. I th I think that I think that in a certain way, certain certain mandates are good because you need to be able to not for not for like us, but for the people that refuse to. Do what you have to do for, look, it's it, on some level. This is what I talked to my friend about. And, and she is the, she's the person who runs the ICU at a big New York 
City Hospital. It, it is on some level some type of negligent, I don't want to say, it's. it wasn't like negligent homicide, but she put it in a way, and I wish I could remember exactly how she said it, and I can't. She put it in a way that was like, you as a person do not have the right to willfully and knowingly endanger or put at risk another person's life. Yeah. And so that is, therein lies the problem. Because if you don't think you're doing that, you, how are you going to, that is a mind state that you have to change that is virtually going to be impossible to change. But also it's like, look, there is the, I've, I've stayed home for eight months and I haven't left the house. And then there is the person who is partying for Halloween with a thousand people. And then there are nine million dots in the middle mm-hmm. of what is and is not endangering someone's life. And all I'm saying is I'm really tired of people speaking factually about arbitrary about arbitrary uh, classifications. You might think going to the grocery store is endangering someone's life. I don't. Right. I'm not saying you. I'm saying general Right, right. You. The general you. I, I, I get it. I totally, so I get it. It's like, my thing is like, do what you need to do that feels right to you, but shut the fuck up about. But you can't. But you can't say it. that because then you say, do what you do that what that feels right to you, opens within, up that pan. Right, no, I hear you in re- within no. reason. But what your reasoning is is not what somebody else's reasoning is going to be. And that's life, and you have to deal with that. Not when there's n- not when there's a deadly viral pandemic that can literally kill people. I think, and I'm not saying, I don't have the answer. I am not that person. I'm just saying that if the, I agree with you on everything up to the point where this is what my friend said as a, as a medical professional, you cannot, it's like people that were throwing those chicken pox parties and the measles party, whatever they were, the measles parties, whatever. But you're talking about like extreme people doing extremely stupid things. Right, but there are a lot of the, 70 million. Sure. There are over 70 million of those idiots. But the people that you're shouting to in your Instagram story, and again, general you talking to the general audience who yeah. probably listen to this, the people that you're shouting to on your Instagram story are not doing that. And so Correct. it's like, and they're I not going to hear it. So my point is like, can, like, what are you, who are you screaming at? Shut the fuck up and like stop putting arbitrary rules on how people are managing their mental health. And if that means that somebody takes an extra walk or somebody has a friend over their house or like, just shut the fuck up. Right. You don't want, I know, I get it. You don't want to hear what it. I'm I, I, I completely get it. I get that. I get it. It gets annoying to hear and it's hard on the ears and you're just well, like, it's like, it's not just annoying to hear, it's pointless. It's like the same people during the election that were like, Posting, like, I mean, paragraphs and paragraphs about why it's important to vote for Joe Biden and this is what this means. And, it's like, nobody that's following you thinks differently than you. I know. It's so the same the reason I would rage. On, it would, it's the same reason I used to rage on the street about people who would not throw things in the garbage and would throw them literally two feet away from the garbage can. Or it's the same people that would eat sunflower seeds on the subway and spit the shells right on the floor. It's the same. They're not... You could go home and I could go home and rant about that until I'm blue in the face. The people that are listening to the podcast are not those people spitting the sunflower seeds on the fucking floor. But that's a little bit more lighthearted than what's been going on. It's just also like. But there's nothing. What is lighthearted? There's nothing lighthearted left. It's not self-righteous to be like, I can't deal with these people littering and throwing trash on the ground. It's really self-righteous to be like, I know more about your mental health than you do. Or like I, like I think that this is how you should be handling it. So I'm gonna tell you without you asking me. I got in a pretty good. I got in a pretty good self righteous fight on the Instagram yesterday. What happened about uh, about Tiffany Haddish, no less, and her and her black and her black mitzvah. (laughs) And not doesn't matter who. I don't trust anyone who says that you know their great great uncle was Jewish and. Now they're Jewish. Dude, I just, you have no idea because I was like, they put out this thing, like something, there were like three pictures of like three Jews who were, I don't know, hey, Alma did it. That that, And I find them pretty funny and they're pretty like progressively out there with the way they like call out like cultural Judaism and all. And, and they even take a deeper dive. They, they really like rip shit up and like make a pretty good comic relief about about Judaism and I, I I happen to like them and I follow them and I think they're funny but I 
I really get it really fucking grinds my gears when there are people that are so conveniently Jewish. And I was like, can we please stop with like the Tiffany Haddish? Like I, I'm, I'm so disgusted. And people are like, wow, that's so anti-black and exactly who are you to judge how celebrities should handle their Judaism and the misogyny that she's faced and the racism. I said, dude, she pimped her own black mitzvah. I didn't make a network special about having a black bot mitzvah. She, she made millions of dollars off of that shit. Don't don't turn around and tell me that I'm the one setting the standard for for how Jews Jews who are converting it's convenient for them. To, I said, yeah, it's pretty goddamn convenient when your bank account fills up with a shitload of commas because you decided to convert and Barbara fucking Streisand is sending you like gifts in the mail that you're like blasting all over social media. I was like, and the the reason I said that was because she missed a huge opportunity as a Jew of color to speak out about anti-Semitism when she was up on that stage at that funeral with all of those other leaders and all those other rappers and people that were getting shine in the front row. And it was not about having Ludacris show up at your funeral because, you know, Reverend Al needed to call them out. Like, he's down with that. Like, I, that was what pissed me off. Like, you're going you, to you're gonna pimp yourself and make a shitload of money off being conveniently Jewish? Then step the fuck up and say something and use your platform for something good. And this guy was like, who are you to say something? Man, I was like, listen, bro. First of all, you don't know me. Second of all, you don't know the standard I set for any other celebrity and, and how they should behave. And who, first of all, who am I to set any standard? And then I was like, she did it. Go ask her how much money she made. About that's what I mean. She was convenient. She is conveniently. It's convenient for her. It's convenient for her to be Jewish to make money, but it's all of a sudden not so convenient to stand up and say something in front of a predominantly black crowd at a funeral it at during a gigantic social justice movement about anti-Semitism. And and then what what is it like being you know what is it like being a, a Jew of color? That how about why don't you ask that question instead of like promoting her in like some triptych of like guess the Jew like. Guess the Jews. I was, I'm like, give me a fucking break. I'm like, she's as conveniently Jewish as that feckless con Trump, Ivanka Trump. I, I was like, give, and I'm like, when do you stop? And then I was like, when do you stop arguing? So I like to, I tried to be like, okay, dude, you know what? You can, look, you don't know. I don't know. I'm just, you know, offering my opinion. I posted my comment. You can feel, obviously you feel how you want to feel. I'm going to say what I want to say. Conv you have not convinced me that this has not been convenient for her because she hasn't mentioned it since. So I don't know. Like, oh, she was reconnecting with her Jewish roots and her, I was like, get the, so what does that mean? Oh, I'm sorry. The Holocaust is not convenient for you. To mention, oh, what, what, when does your Jew, when does your conveniently Jewish status start? The day that you were bat mitzvahed? Like, I, I mean, then all of a sudden, all the history of like doesn't doesn't count. I guess it doesn't uh, count. I don't know. I, I, first of all, I don't know. I've never been convenient. I mean, I've never been conveniently Jewish. I've never converted, but I don't. I mean, and I'm also not the most. I mean, hello. You could. I could just walk around with this flashing billboard "secular Jew" over my head. It, that, that I'm not claiming to be any righteous, you know, biblical scholar, although I know a few. But I, it it was so annoying. I was like, fuck out. So that's the kind of shit. Like, that's what I miss ranting about. Like, that regular, like, everyday, run-of-the-mill bullshit. Well, first of all, I won't comment on the person of color thing because... They I made it about color. I didn't make it about color. I'm saying because I work for a corporation... And yeah, that's fine. Sorry. We always end up there somehow. I will say that as a non-conveniently Jewish person who was 99.8% boringly Ashkenazi Jew, <laughs> why did I waste $80 on that to tell me something I already knew? <laughs> um, but it was confirmed. Right. I think like you cannot have, and I would, I would make a parallel to other things that I feel uncomfortable talking about because I have a corporate job and don't want anyone to hear anything that I think that might not align with their values. But like, I think from the Jewish speaking from a Jewish perspective, cause I can talk about that. There's a cultural experience that you can never have if you're not, if you don't grow up in the culture and like, that is what it is. I'm always curious why people convert. I understand. I mean, there are some that make more sense to me, like 
from an like in an obvious way like if you marry someone and have children and you're going to raise those children Jewish like I could understand why you would convert um and why you would want to partake in the tradition that your children will and that your husband or wife or partner will like that makes sense to me um but if you're just if you're doing it on your own for whatever reason like I'm curious to know why and like what you want to get from it because if you want to if it's or at least if you're going to profit off of it, th- use the platform. Like in a, you know, and then it goes back to, I know it always comes back to, well, she didn't choose to be a role model. It's the same like ath- athlete bullshit, celebrity bullshit. I just want to act or I just want to play sports. I never meant to be a role model. I was never meant to be a role. I'm like, no, sorry. You have a gigantic platform. You get paid gazillions of dollars to, in, in not only from the sport that you play from, but from the sponsorships and the products that you represent, you have some type of obligation than to do certain things. The only reason that Tiffany Haddish would have a responsibility to speak out about, say, like, anti-Semitism is because of exactly what you said, which is that she made it, like, a wildly public... Correct. ...profitable thing. If she had tweeted and said, yo, I just found out, like, my uh, ancestors were Jewish, and I'm interested, and I'm converting, and, like... I might take you through that journey with me, but she did it on a level that was like just her tweets or like some posts on Instagram and didn't like yeah. make it a whole thing. I would be like, you are under no obligation to exactly sort of respect. Like, do you? Like, I don't care. But if you're gonna make it like this whole thing and profit off it, like you said, and make a special and try and get attention for it, like like she's trying to get attention for it. Trying, she got a like, fuckload of attention. Yeah, so then I'm saying, so then it's, like, a little bit more, like, what are you, why are you doing this? And, like, what are you trying to, how are you trying to give back to this community that you're all of a sudden, like, claiming you're part of? Yeah, that's it. I agree. I, but I was just like, okay, so that was, like, the only bump. That was only the other, the bump in my day. <laughs> but it's also, like, I don't ever engage online because I'm, I'm, like, they call it a seagull. Like, I like to drop my shit and just bounce. Like, <laughs> Occasionally steal a cracker. Yeah. Like, I'll say what I... Like, I prefer to just say whatever, and then if you don't like, that's okay. But I don't feel like... <laughs> my thing is, I don't, I don't necessarily look specifically... I'm not looking for an argument. And I'm open to... Discuss, like, I'm open to go back and forth. But, but if, if you it, come at me sideways, oh, you, be, you best believe, like, I'm a stick and stay at least for a minute. The neon bullshit sign is going off behind you so <laughs> intensely right I, now. I posted I my dude I posted my comment and bounce I was like okay I'm allowed to say so and then somebody comes back they a lot, a lot of times they I get into like dumb shit like somebody will I'll leave a comment on like that stupid clown six six nine sixty nine whatever that like, stupid Takashi like little bicycle pump whatever Uzi <laughs> angst I don't know these this is why the rap game is like deader than a doornail and beyond life support. But I like tweeted something like, like I said something about him on it. Like, come on now with the, you know, if, if you're coming with like bullshit, I'll say something. And then if you come back and, and, and you, you have no facts, you have nothing to stand on. Like if, I'm, I'm more than willing to have a conversation, a debate, like go back. But I've, it's happened a bunch of times on Twitter where once like somebody even, I said, okay, fair, you know, some guy raised these fair points. I was like, okay, fair point. But still, like, I, I hear what you're saying, but you have to, you know, it's, I, like, it goes both, it goes both ways, but I see where you're coming from. And it started out as, like, really angry, and it was really, I was surprised that they stuck around as long as they did before that account got, that was, like, seven burner accounts ago, probably, on my Twitter. But it was, it was interesting, because he presented an argument that I was like, oh, you know, okay, like, maybe I could have said it, like, a little bit differently, or maybe I could have worded it a little bit differently, and still gotten the point across. I was like, mm, fair point. And he was, and, and they were even like, I see you know, they were like, I see where you're coming from also. Like I wasn't, they were like, I'm on your side, but it, you know, X, Y, Z. And I was like, Oh, okay. You know, mm, okay. You know, I'm still going to ride, you know, still going to ride or die with what I said, but I, I, I feel what you're saying. And like, I, you know, it, I appreciate it. Cause it's better than somebody like, I'm never the one to be like, just go fuck yourself. And like, I don't want to talk to you. And like, nah. You can't ever le- learn anything that way. I mean, there are some Trumper idiots like that that you just block because it's just no use in, like, even wasting your breath. Lincoln's very good at that. Lincoln's very good at, like, not engaging 
with people in the in the comments section. Yeah, I mean, he's also one like uh, number one. He's objectively knowledgeable. So yeah, like, he's way like, smarter than me, so it helps. But number two, like boomers don't really like. I mean, you know, they don't. They're so confident in themselves, like in their opinions. Yeah, that like, they don't. They they're like lolling because they can't even wrap their head around the idea. <laughs> someone that they're not right like Wong is gonna kill me but I'm gonna <gasps> say see so like I'll tell my mom to like like for her own benefit I'll be like I actually think you should buy this one or like I think this would be easier for you or like these are better smart plugs or like but this is a better computer and she'll be like I don't need it I I don't need that what are you talking about and then like literally like Three months later, she'll like have quietly have purchased either what I purchased for myself or what I recommended. I think she'd and be more mad that you think she sounds like that. And then, <laughs> and then kind of like half admit that like, yeah, I suggested it, but she somehow came to it on her own. Like that is just a generational thing, I think. Like <laughs> there's just, <laughs> for whatever reason, it's like very hard to be, to acknowledge being wrong. But maybe that's a human thing. It is, dude. I'm never wrong. I don't acknowledge. <laughs> well, maybe it's a Gen X thing too. I don't know. Oh, we're the best Gen X. We're the best Gen out. Period. Uh, you guys are the lost generation. That's okay. We're okay with that. We're the Breakfast Club generation. We're the get locked in detention on a Saturday generation. Yeah. No, uh, that's fair. I'm totally good with that. No, Wong doesn't sound quite like that, but she's close. It's a... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, she'll be like, what are you talking about? I don't have an accent. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You have an accent. She'll, I don't talk like that. I'm like, mom. <laughs> it's bad. Those are, that, you want to know it's like the last of those generations of the diehard, like, Bronx, Queens. I know there is. Accents. And. I know nobody talks like that anymore. Even like, I mean, there's like, I'm not going to do it. God forbid. But like, there's like, you know, there's still like the Bronx, like Puerto Rican accent is like strong. Well, that's, yeah, that's definitely more cultural. I don't think that'll go. But I'm talking about like the hardcore, like my mom's like Queens accent or like from the Bronx and like. It's the generation that moved to the suburbs when they had kids, but grew up in the the boroughs in the 60s. Except Staten Island, because that's not a borough. And Island's a landfill <laughs> with a lot of birds and like a couple like that. I don't, I don't understand how Staten Island is not part of New Jersey. It's closer to New Jersey than it is. Oh my Island. God. It just needs to be like that in Florida could just like be cut off from the country and like yeah. float together and connect and just be a giant floating cesspool. <laughs> Probably. But no, like I know that that is actually true that. Because we don't talk like that. Like, no. and I don't know why. I guess it's why, like, British kids who grew up in America who have British parents don't have British accents because they learn to talk at school and, like, right. around. Because, like, no one my age has, like, our parents' accents. My right. dad's worse than my mom's. My dad's is insane. And, like, <laughs> I don't talk like that. I, I was talking to my friend yesterday and she was like, Does that accent, like, ever come out? And I'm like, not really. Like, if I'm talking to my mom, like, angrily about something, maybe, like, a little bit. But, like, no. I don't think I have an accent. No. But you know where we do have accents? And this is the one that everyone calls me out on and makes me laugh. And every time I say it to people, they're like, oh, yeah. Like, say say, the state that you just said should be floating in the thing. Staten Island. No, the state. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I went to <laughs> That's how much I hate Staten Island. Uh oh, Florida. Right. And then say What's wrong with that? Right. Okay. And then say <laughs> Here we go. Freshly squeezed what's a freshly squeezed juice? Like what kind of morning juice would be like freshly squeezed? Orange. Right. And then say the kind <laughs> What's a fish that's, like, kind of pink? It's, like, a common fish that a lot of people eat. Salmon? Yes. So most people say, like, Florida, orange, 
and salmon. No, we're not going to go down this almond uh, almond almond thing. Oh, no. I'm not saying that. Not salmon. We say salmon. Salmon. But like my Clay and my friend Christine make like most people say salmon. What? Salmon. Salmon salmon? No. Salmon. Salmon? Like the A sounds like ant. Salmon. But we will say salmon. <laughs> Same thing with orange in Florida. Like most people say like Florida and like orange. Orange. Right. Of course. So I'm like, that's where like I There's think no, our, our accent like is most noticeable. But is that the rest of the country would, doesn't say it like that? No. Ask anyone who's not from New York or New Jersey. I got. You know what? Now I'm gonna go and call all my. Now I'm gonna go call all my friends and see. But you got it. You can't. Not ones from New York or New Jersey. No. I, no, <laughs> dude. No. Text. No. I gotta. Yeah. Wow. That's. I haven't thought about that in a while. It, it's more not like when they say like salmon. Who the fuck says salmon? That's almond? Who, almond? Almond? Somebody who can't read. I don't know. Who the fuck says almond? <laughs> I don't know. There was like debates on that. What do I Isn't know? Hi, like, bug. Bugs like no one says that. Bugs like, I don't even want to hear it. It sounds weird. It hurts my ear <laughs> holes. Yeah, exactly. He's like, that's stupid. It is stupid. People that don't talk like us are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know. But yeah, you're right. That is like a dying. I wonder if that accent will die out with like Leah Remini. Oh my God. I missed that show. I hope they come back. I hope science. I hope that Scientology. There's something of hers on Netflix, but I'm pretty sure it's the A&E show that got licensed to Netflix. Oh my. I did have... you see, did you see Kirstie Alley get dragged on Twitter? No. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Moron. She's beyond Scientology. She's a fucking idiot. Well, she well she's completely they. She lost all of her marbles in there. What? I don't, she tweeted something. She tweeted something really stupid. I don't. Let me see if I can pull it up. She, literally, I was like, oh my god, they're literally dragging Kirstie Alley. It's like not even <laughs> worth it. Like, why is this happening? <laughs> Hold on, I have to search her because I'm on my 97th burner account that I had to Kirstie Alley. She is wackadoodle. Oh my god! Look at what she like. I get kicked off Twitter, but she could tweet out, "Cheryl, you ignorant slut. You follow me, not vice versa." I have thirty-seven burner accounts for calling out the million moron march, and like how Trump didn't even get out of his SUV to be with his people because they disgust him, and he doesn't want to be anywhere near them. And I and and she could say shit like that on Twitter, and and she has one point five million followers and nothing. She's a celebrity. Well, I don't care. I have the same First Amendment fucking rights. You yeah, don't like there. Yeah, but the bots go after. Wait, so she it it, it was so her. Who oh, tried? Like, she follows like Candace Owen, and then like it's just she's just so nuts. Yeah. And and she she got dragged for saying something about about COVID or something, and it was really stupid. And everybody just like pounced on her, and it was just. Just a total clusterfuck, and she she is, and then it like people took the deeper dive, and then it went into sci, and then it like went down the Scientology rabbit hole, and everybody's like, get Leah Remini on the tweet, yeah. and get Mike Render on the tweet, and we I were like, oh my god, Leah, so like I'm not a big celeb person, like I don't, there aren't a lot of people I I could think proactively about like caring about meeting, but I would love to meet Leah Remini, I would love to just like shake her hand. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I would know. definitely, I definitely take her. Wait, now you got me. Sorry, I'm like completely. Go, I have to close this because otherwise, I, I, I will go down the, uh, I will go down the Kirstie Alley Twitter rabbit hole of of insanity. I think she's also. It was like had something. It was with that QAnon wackadoodle chick that's like now they're tweeting about how she's gonna like bring all oh. the guns back to Washington, that Mar- that QAnon chick that got elected, uh, that Marjorie... Marjorie, whatever, yeah. Whatever her name is, and she was like, I'm forced to work out of my hotel room because all of the Antifa liberals have shut down Washington. I was like, so basically you're saying gyms don't really need to be open because you're capable of working out in your hotel room, and you just completely obliterated your own point. Stupid. By the way, get me a slice of pizza from Pizzagate. I'm hungry. Like, what an idiot. Yeah, definitely. It's just so much stupidity. It's just so much sad, 
stupidity. It makes my it makes these rants look brilliant. I think I'm okay with that on some level. Does it? <laughs> I would like to think so. I'll need a third party to confirm or deny that. I think Lincoln will chime in because if he doesn't think it's brilliant, he's going to stop doing them. And we need to do that Ask AMA with, with Lincoln yeah. Mitchell. We got to get that going and then we got to get How the questions. I think people could just dump their questions in the Jam Fam chat because nobody could find me on Twitter because I have my 97,000th burner account. I don't even know what the name is I used. I just like change it in my profile. So I'm like, yeah. Doodleheads is burner alter ego. I'm like, and it's some rando name. Yeah. And they still find a way to like block me from throw me in Twitter jail for like 11 hours and 59 minutes, which is like, all right, dude, you know, hop off why my don't nuts. You just stop, why don't you just stop aggro tweeting? It's not even aggro tweeting, dude. I tweeted that shit out about the million, ma- the million more on March. It was a trending hashtag. It's not like I made this shit up. I hopped on what everybody else was doing, but I, I don't see 97,000 other people in Twitter jail with me. And my 37 other accounts that have been completely suspended that they won't reinstate. <laughs> I'm like, that's the worst thing that's happening on Twitter right now are my tweets that you're suspending. Of course like, it's not. But that's, it's, not, it's not a meritocracy. Yeah, but give me my stupid account back. I haven't said shit. I'm not threatening anybody. They called it hateful. Hateful speech. Hey, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, and I said something to the effect of, like, oh, yeah, but Trump, like, tear-gassing protesters with helicopter rotor wash and for a Bible photo op was not hateful? I mean, hypocrisy much? That's, I'm like, just, I don't know. I just be fucking fair. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, if you tell me what I'm, whatever. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and cry like a fucking baby. It's fine. I just make another burner account and start all over again from zero. (laughs) I just find Linky. I tweet Lincoln. I tweet the pastry plate. And then I just like go back and like follow a couple people and get right back in the game. Fuck them. What else do you do, man? Nothing. Clearly, clearly nothing better with my time. I mean, what is anybody doing these days? Some people are doing some good shit. Yeah. There's some people doing some shit. Get another dog. Oh, shout out your shout out the uh, rescue place. Oh yeah, well for anyone in the LA or Southern California even area, I got my new baby bug. Bug. I adopted him from the Agora Hills shelter, which is an LA County shelter in Agora Hills, and they're a super. I volunteered at a lot of shelters. This place is like the people care so much. The shelter director texted me about bug when he came in and was like i think i have the dog for you we met him He's shout so out pitbull sweet. pitbull rescue shout out pitbulls as dogs like what a mush ball such a mush ball we'll the put up his dude- pic- we'll put up his picture you'll send me a good picture you'll send me the tag for the place okay. they could follow him on the gram and we could like okay. you know but like the dude was like he's like please keep sending me pictures and videos our volunteers love to see Aww. like the dog homes they're good they're a good place they do the best they can and they have a nice facility and they take the best care of the dogs that they can with what they're given and uh mad respect for for them all right good shout out what else is that it we can wrap i Rappity guess so. dap, tappity tap yeah uh i guess you know shout out to pitbulls man yep don't bully the shout breed out, don't bully the breed shout out to adopting animals yeah don't- that was such a funny <laughs> I mean, you just don't need to spend thousands of dollars on an animal because, like, you have a kid. Like, the thing about – can I say one other thing about, like, a myth that yes. I think – Okay. Like, when you get a puppy, no matter, like, what kind of puppy it is, you don't know what kind of puppy that's going to grow into as an adult dog. You don't know if they're going to be a little bit on the aggressive side. You don't know if they're going to be reactive to other dogs, whatever. Not saying don't puppies don't get puppies, just saying that's something that happens when you right. get puppies. These shelters and these rescues put so much effort into understanding the dog that's in their uh, you know, facility or in their care. They are so careful about who they adopt out to and what the dog needs and whether or not it should or shouldn't be with another animal, should or shouldn't be with young kids, older kids. So when I hear especially like bougie Los Angeles white parents being like well we need to buy a doodle because like what did you call it that was funnier what you said you were like a doodle schmackadaka lappy poo doodle poodle (laughs) whatever like not it's so not true and it's literally just you trying to like have the right dog and like 
the like the family like I just can't take it. Link like, is gonna be upset. He's, his dream is a new. I, his dream is a newfie doodle. My dad has a doodle, and she's amazing. She was like some. She wasn't rescued, but she failed out of the service dog program. <laughs> she wanted I love that. Not other days, and so it actually is a nice organization down in Dallas. I forget what the pets for vets, something like that. My dad's a veteran, and so with the dogs that fail out of the service program because they're still well trained and good dogs, yeah, they had to veteran. So it's it's still a nice program. She was obviously bred at a doodle breeder, but it was a nice. She he got him at he got her when she was three. A nice program. Um, so I'll give him that. But and also my dad is disabled and in a wheelchair and can't have like a rambunctious animal. So fine. But I'm just saying like these fam like I'm just if I see another fucking burn a doodle deedle doodle um bitch. Like you can't. Do you know how much bug cost me? And I am so mad. Thirty dollars. I know it's like, crazy. And that was because he was already neutered. If he had to get neutered, it would have been like eighty dollars. Like, but I'm there's gonna, also little scraggly, little wiry dogs. And I, I mean, I love following Wolfgang, who adopts all the older oh, senior dogs. Absolutely. And if you're somebody that like, I mean, I adopted a dog because Frank is nine, and I'm like, I will die. Right. When Frank if I don't have another dog that's going to force me to wake up and go outside. Right. I feel I'm the same way. Yeah. But yeah, adopt any, like if you're, if you're a person who like has the emotional strength or like the setup to like give an older dog, like the best last days of his life, do it. That takes a special, that takes a special person. I mean, that is a special type of human being. It really, really does. Um, my, actually, at that shelter, they just adopted out a 12-year-old guy to this woman who was like, yeah, I have a 16-year-old. Like, let's do it. So, like, 16-year-old dog at home. She's like, I'll take a 12-year-old. Like, yeah. let's do it. Oh. But point being, it's not, I mean, in I can't speak for other, like, cities and stuff, but in L.A., it's like the shelters are 90% like pits or pit mixes and probably, like, 10% chihuahuas. Like, that's just what's around. Yeah. And... <laughs> and uh, so just like stop being like a dick about like I need a designer dog, like I hear you. That's end of my rant on that. Unless you're no. on a farm, unless you're working, unless you need a working farm dog. Or then get yourself a fucking border collie. And yeah, or a bird dog if you're a hunter. Also, like I'm talking about. I'm, I'm just busting your balls. I know exactly what you're talking about. There's no work. The people that I'm talking to that buy <laughs> fucking cockadoodle doos are do not have. <laughs> farm that they have a fucking picket fence and whatever i mean and again you can find look chom was found chom isn't a chom look at seymour seymour's seymour was saved off craigslist from some bitch that was gonna like probably dump him out that's that is crazy fucking shout out to chom shout out to seymour shout out to see clay did seymour's dna and oh no he's part cocker part dachshund and then he's like 25 percent pomeranian or something no Play way with, like, to- yeah that those dna tests for dogs are bullshit no, they're not that dog the- is not I- you never know he got the one that i don't think is as good i got Do- one for- there's no dachshund in that dog sorry How do you- long boy he's a long boy i'm not buying it <laughs> i'm not buying it but- I like embarked and I did that one for Frank and it came back with 16 American bully heads that look just like Frank. So I was like, I think this is accurate. So I got one for bug and we'll see what they say. All right. Keep us posted. I'm not saying it's the end all be all, but also like the embark ones come with like health stuff, like based on the results that come back. So, you know, like have any like genetic, um, so whatever, man. And then, you know, to watch for it. Amongst all the other things we're watching for these days. Just something else to add to the list. Add it to the list. Add it to the list. End of my rant. Good job. Adopt an animal. Get a kitten. Get a whatever. Live your life. That's my washing machine. Oh, I was like, what in this? Okay. Go go change your wash into your dryer. Fine. Go go be domestic. Okay. All right. I'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Bye. All right, so there you have it. Adopt a dog, adopt a cat, rescue an animal, give it a home. It'll give you something to do, and it's a good thing. Animals save lives. I prefer dogs.
<laughs> cats are okay. I've just never had one. And the hairball shit really scares me, to be honest. The sound is it's unnatural. It's it 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 just is not it's not something you want to wake up to. <laughs> At least it wasn't, and when I did, it scared the living bejesus out of me, and I wasn't sure what the fuck to do, so I completely panicked. And it's especially bad when you're like cat sitting someone else's cat and you have no idea what the fuck's going on. But that's a whole nother story for a whole nother rant. Uh, and listen, go check out Lincoln Mitchell. Lincoln has got another one of his uh, YouTube baseball, say it isn't so, coronavirus, sports, panel talk, discussion things. And you could get the RSVP VIP link if you reach out to him on his Instagram or Twitter Via the Mitchell Minute, uh, you can find him at Lincoln A. Mitchell on the Instagram, at Lincoln Mitchell on the Twitter. I have no idea what the fuck burner account I'm on on Twitter at this point, so I'm not even going to let you know. Just find me on the Instagram, at Doodleheads. Find us at the Jam every night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, because something is still standard at least, and consistent. It's not really consistent because of daylight savings, so I don't even know if that statement is a fact or true, or accurate. Uh, is anything true, or accurate, or factual anymore? Who the fuck knows? I do know that we are there at 8 p.m. every night, and we're coming, tonight is night 250, 250 nights of DJing in a motherfucking row, with me dancing like a fool, and everybody else in the Jam Fam chatting. So there is a better reason to come and hang you can chat and kick it with the Jam Fam. We dip into spots all over the country, globally. We're international, actually, which is really pretty kind of cool because we got the Canadians checking in, Peterborough. Uh, we got, you know, Vancouver over there, the British Columbia side from the upper left quadrant of the Pacific Northwest uh, over to the East Coast, Cali, uh, Texas, soon to be Oklahoma, uh, Michigan, Chi-Town, uh, Fort Lee, newly newly moved to Fort Lee, another Jersey rep in the in the house. Where else? What am I missing? Um, Probably uh, Atlantic City, uh, uptown, New York City. I, I don't know. Franklin will fill in the blanks. I've probably missed a shit ton. My, I'm lucky I'm functioning enough with like the brain cells that I have right now to finish this podcast. So now that you got the info on the D low. Uh, come hang with us, 8 o'clock. Come hang out with Franklin. She'll post pictures of Bug. He's so fucking adorable with his floppy fucking ear. You could eat him up with a spoon. Go get yourself a Bug or get yourself a Kircher or get yourself a little lamb that's coming to the Jam Fam. We're getting a lamb. We're getting a little lamb. And we got, there is a name somewhere floating around and we put it, we, we talked about it in the Jam Fam, but clearly we go back to my one functioning brain cell, which can not clearly remember the name that we came up with for our jam fam lamb. We're going to have a lamb. How fun is that? It's fun. Don't even fucking try to say it's not. Um, all right. Uh, go check out Theology's podcast. Make yourself smarter. Uh, work smarter, not harder. Learn about the God particle and the number 12 and all of that like really freaky deaky numerology shit and the string theory and how that all works and, you know... Who knows? Oh, there's a wow number, actually, I learned about. There's a wow number that was a radio beep that came from outer space for 72 seconds, and they called it the wow number. I wish that was around in math when people were trying to teach me math. Maybe I would have fucking learned something and found it interesting. But I like it now. Go figure. There's still some room for learning, apparently. Retaining? Maybe not so much. Learning? That could happen. <laughs> But is it actually learning if you're not actually retaining it? Can you learn it instantaneously and then forget it one minute, but yet you still actually learned it? Can we debate that? Can we rant about that? I think we can. I think actually we just did. I'm going to shut the fuck up now. Go find Lincoln Mitchell. Go find Franklin. Come hang at the Jam Fam. Thanks for listening. Wear your fucking mask. Stay your ass in the house. Wash your fucking hands. Check on your people and be smart. All right. Until the next time. Peace and hair grease. Mm -hmm.